I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 You got it, Yang. Winner, winner, turkey dinner, by the way. No, I don't cook turkeys in microwaves, Yang. I actually know how to cook. But anyway, that's beside the point. It was nice and moist. Let's get down to business with the Sports Grid News and Betting Update. Time to get on the grid, everybody. The St. Louis Cardinals in big trouble on the ropes. A must-win game tonight. Already down two to nothing. And the series series shifts to the nation's capital. Game three in Washington. First pitch, 738 Nationals. Minus 133. Flaherty and Strasburg. Total seven now down to six and a half. They're expecting a pick, pitcher's duel here. Thanksgiving Day in Canada means lots of hockey action. No due to boot it. Live action. Colorado all over Washington. Four to nothing right now. After the first period, you gotta love what the Avalanche are doing. Buffalo, yes, they take care of business. The Sabres, the Sabres, the Sabres. They've been a hot team, and Buffalo gets it done again. What can you say about this team? They're winning, winning 4-0 the final over Dallas. Buffalo getting it done. Florida over New Jersey. Panthers score five unanswered. Devils still winless through the first six games, blowing a three-goal lead today. They blew a four-goal lead against Winnipeg. Unacceptable. The Islanders scored late to force overtime. They won it in overtime, crushing my beautiful parlay. Devin Tays with the OT winner. Islanders beat St. Louis 3-2. Boston doubling up on Anaheim 4-2. David Pasternak today, all four Bruins goals. The Bees, they moved to 5-1 on the season. Minnesota blanking Ottawa 2-0. Alex Stalock, 26 saves in the shutout win for the Wild last game of the night. We mentioned it, 835. Edmonton at Chicago. Blackhawks laying minus 125. Total 6.5. Arizona Coyotes without blue liner Nicholas Yalmerson for three months. After he suffered a cracked fibula during Saturday's loss to those Colorado Avalanche. L.A. Lakers fans breathing a sigh of relief. They dodged a bullet. An MRI on Sir Anthony Davis's right thumb came back negative and clean Monday. The forward sprained the digit in a preseason game against Brooklyn. He escaped without serious injury. And uh, despite the good news, Davis, six-time All-Star, and LeBron James, they're both going to sit out tonight's game against Golden State. The team not taking any chances with their stars. This just in, the Boston Celtics picking up forward Jason Tatum's $9.9 million team option. For 2020-2021, Tatum will become eligible to sign a rookie scale extension on July 6, 2020. Another uh, big news in the NFL, Rams veteran cornerback Aqib Tlaib headed to the injury reserve with a rib injury. They already lost to the Niners. More bad news for the Rams. Man, this team is not looking good. The possibility of uh, he might return for later on in the season. Bruce Arian says Jameis Winston is still his quarterback despite a six-turnover effort versus Carolina in England. Bruce Arian says he's not going to entertain the idea of changing quarterbacks. Winston in a contract year for the Bucs, and the only other quarterback on the roster is Ryan Griffin. Bears quarterback Mitch Trubisky was throwing back passes at practice. He looked good just two weeks after suffering a shoulder injury. His status for Week 7 to be determined. Dallas wide out Amari Cooper diagnosed with a high bruise that forced him to leave during Sunday's loss to the New York Jets. While painful, no indication of a long-term injury. The Cowboys have lost three straight and fall to three and three. And the Cowboys meet the Eagles, their hated rival on Sunday night football in a battle of three and three teams in the NFC East. Uh, Eagles coach Doug Peterson says, quote unquote, we are going to win. The Denver Broncos optimistic that receiver Emmanuel Sanders, who left Sunday's win over Tennessee with a knee injury, will be ready to roll in Thursday's big divisional clash with the Kansas City Chiefs. The L.A. Chargers players pissed. L.A. players not only mad about losing to Pittsburgh, the stadium uh, played the Steelers theme song uh, during the fourth quarter of the game last night while playing to a sparsely populated 30,000-seat crowd, mostly packed with Steeler fans. The operation staff played 
Renegade by Sticks, the Steelers' unofficial theme song, and the Bolts, they lose outright as six-point favorites. Monday Night Football tonight from the Land of Cheese, Detroit at Green Bay, NFC North Clash, Packers minus three and a half. We're looking at uh, 44 and a half as your total. NBA, uh, sorry, 45 and a half. NBA Exhibition Hoop, 730, Atlanta and Miami, Heat minus five and a half, 221 and a half. Charlotte and Memphis at eight, Grizz. Minus five, 216 is your total. At 8.30, we got Oklahoma City and Dallas. Mavs six, 225 and a half. 9 p.m. action, Sacramento at Utah. The Jazz minus five and a half, 224. Denver minus seven at Phoenix. Golden State minus two at the Lakers. No AD and LeBron, 221 your total. And we got some soccer action today. Upset on the pitch, Ukraine taking out Portugal two to one. But Portuguese icon Ronaldo scored goal number 700 in his career for club and country. Congratulations to him. But Ukraine beat the Portuguese and England smashing Bulgaria six to nothing. Other action, France and Turkey. They play to a 1-1 draw and Iceland blanking Andorra 2-0. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morency hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio Hour 2 live from the FanDuel Sports Grid Studios at the Meadowlands. Thanks to George Kurtz for stopping by. We'll break down the NFL Monday Nighter and the betting board tonight. Hour two of Red Heat and Rage. It's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, thank you very much, uh, Yang. We're already into uh, level two here this evening. Countdown is on. Monday night of football, the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers throw it down uh, this evening. Cam uh, crushed a uh, turkey. It is Thanksgiving in Canada yep. uh, right now, we'll so happy it. Thanksgiving to all of our uh, Canadian uh, Canadian viewers and uh, listeners. And um, why, I, you know, whatever, dude. It's just... <coughs> Canada's a great country. Like, it, you know, there's so many great things about the country, but the hockey teams, they take advantage of the fans. And <laughs> yes. look at Vegas, Cam. Like, you, you go to Vegas, you know what I mean? Again, there's cheerleaders outside. There's bands outside. There's a party. Not just for the playoffs, for every game. You know what I mean? You're like, whoa, what's going on here? Hey, Vince Neal's in the parking lot. Hey, what's you know what I mean? He's taking pictures with fans. Every game's a party. Like, they think about things. Like, so today's Columbus Day, Cam. My, where I'm going with this is, how come there not one Canadian hockey team is playing today at home, Cam? I, I don't even know what to like, say. How you come, have, like, you have me flabbergasted right like, now. You're it's right. a holiday. You do- it's Thanksgiving. It is. Like, it how is. come Columbus Day, how come the Boston Bruins can say, you know what, yeah, we'll fill our arena on a Monday afternoon. Don't worry about it. We're the Boston Bruins. How come the New York Islanders can play in the afternoon? It's a holiday in Canada right now. How come yeah, not so what- one freaking team from Canada had a day game today? I, it blows oh, yeah, my actually, mind. One did. one did. One did. And guess who? The most unpopular. Oh, Ottawa team in the did country. this morning. Ottawa. Yeah, yeah Ottawa the wild did. Two Good call. Yeah. My bad. My bad. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, hey, Ottawa it, did. It doesn't. You got to get to Canada to go see the Senators. Uh, you know what? Those people are probably still in the oh, parking yeah. lot going, how do, I, how do I get home? Oh, my God. Thanksgiving dinner. We're going to miss it. That's the thing. A Minnesota wild Ottawa game. That's another, another thing, thing is, too. Look at the sked. How bad I woke up today, Cam. Yep. I woke up today, Cam, and I was looking. I'm like, I didn't even realize it was Thanksgiving. Whatever. I see people online tweeting about it. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, it's Thanksgiving. 
Um, and so today I'm like, oh, CFL football. Where's the CFL football? I know. It's, I know. There was always. I don't know what. Dude, the yeah. Alouettes always played on Thanksgiving. I remember. I used to. I remember vividly. And I also remember the BC Lions play. Because the Alouettes and the BC Lions, neither of us really have natural rivals and stuff. So we're not part of those Labor Day things and all that. They don't do the Labor Day so, stuff. Exactly. Exactly. No, but I vividly remember. Dude, my famous bad beat ever when. I had plus 12 and a half points in a football game and I lost in overtime and I didn't cover. Like the one thing that could go wrong did. Yeah, like the other team scored. They kicked the extra point and then Casey Printers threw a pick six and I lost by 13, Ken. Worst beat, like, like, I'll be honest, I never even did the math. Like I was shocked it happened. I was like, what, I just lost? I'm like, oh my God, I just lost. And, uh, I swear to God, that was Canadian Thanksgiving. I remember it vividly. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. game live this evening we're going to be uh, tracking uh, the baseball and the football eight o'clock uh, eastern let's see here white cop who fatally shot unarmed black woman in her home resigns well wow, wow, that's okay then yeah yeah you know what don't worry about charges or anything because you resigned <laughs> i know what's going on with this that's great yeah you know this is a sad story we're, I mean, we'll move on we'll get to the picks and stuff but it's really sad you know uh, a cop in dallas the second cop in dallas to shoot someone in their house um, the, the, the blonde chick, the, the cop, she was racist. It was racial. She was racist. She was in her apartment. I don't know if you heard the story, Cam. She basically claims yeah. that she went into her apartment building. She walked into another unit and then saw a black guy standing in, in the hallway and shot him because she said, well, I thought that it was my place. Well, I'm sorry, nah. Betty, but you're going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I care. Agree. Like, her story didn't, like, whatever. And then uh, there was this, the, the thing is, then the brother after Cam, the victim that got shot, hugged her after. He said, may God have mercy, and hugged, hugged her. One of the best tweets I saw ever <laughs> was this comedian guy on Twitter. He tweeted Cam. He goes, if, if, if uh, uh, somebody ever walks into my living room and shoots me, please do not hug them in court. <laughs> exactly. I know. That was a good tweet. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll tell thing. you, Cam, yeah. If somebody kills me, Cam, don't don't forgive them and hug them, all right, please? <laughs> oh, yeah. All is forgiven. Oh, that's so, ridiculous. That's just No, stupid. but so get this. This is, this is so sad, though. This was a woman that got shot today or yesterday. She was playing a video game with her 8-year-old niece on her couch, Cam. All right? Her door was open. Her front door was sort of like yeah, half open. Yeah, yeah, a jar. Yeah, yeah. And this yeah. is so sad. So sad. A neighbor called the cops. What an idiot. Like, because they were concerned. No, no, like they tried to help. Can you imagine the guilt now? 
Think about that. If they never call the cops, she's alive. It sounds crazy, but yeah, it wasn't like, oh, I'm worried about, like, I'm suspicious of my neighbor. Someone said, yeah, my neighbor's door is open, and it looks kind of dark in there. If you guys could just check up on it. The cop showed up, walked in, and shot her. I don't know. Yeah, I now they're gone. Your cop resigned. I know. Like I said, it's so sad. Like, and like I said, the cops didn't go there trying to kill her because she's a black woman. No. They don't know. Well, it was totally pitch black. There's video of it. But still, like, the recklessness of this, man. Like, I, and I don't know. I, I'll, either way, you add it up. Two black people have been shot in Dallas, minding their own business, sitting inside their apartments. Yeah, exactly. You're supposed to like, be safe inside like, your domicile. Dude. You're in your house and you're getting shot now. So, wow. I'm not gonna like, get I don't know what the hell's going on in it, Dallas, guys. We're not going to have a political. Oh, yeah. And I just want to uh, say this. Shitstorm, but yeah. Yeah, go on, Ken. Guns. No, I'm just going to say. No, I'm just you know, giving I, the news I, I, here. Like, I believe, I believe in, you know what I mean? People should have the right to bear arms, but there becomes a point where, you know, walking around with guns and arguments and, and bad things happen. Every murder and stuff, Gabe, that you see on these things, oh, Guy had a gun. He was drunk. Instead of like a fist fight, you put a bullet in somebody. It's just one of those things that, you know, and I'm not going to tell people don't own weapons or, you know, if you want to go hunting, whatever you want to do. But when it comes to human lives and stuff, it's just some of these things. People are a little bit loose with their guns. You know what I mean? And uh, guns kill. So that's I have a lot of issues well, yeah. with uh, with some of the loose uh, gun laws. Anyway, that's that's all I'm really going to say. I think it's crazy. <laughs> There's 350 million. There's more guns than people in America. Yeah, uh, but they're going to go off, right? Yeah, you can't be surprised yep. when they go off. <laughs> all right, so, uh, yep. Uh, all right, so we've only got two games here tonight. Like, they're big games, but let's bring in Big Card Julio uh, oh, yeah. now to see what Julio likes uh, this evening. And Julio, you can't be Big Card Julio tonight. There's only yes, a can. football game. Actually, you no, can because you ain't come up props. And, <laughs> Now nah, he's going to come at us do. with, like, Division 18 soccer from Indonesia tomorrow. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. Big card, Julio. I was looking at the soccer game. Champions League. No, it, no, <laughs> it, no Indonesian soccer, although I had a big card this afternoon with the European Championship qualification and some afternoon hockey, and uh, nothing better than watching two – uh, two periods of scoreless hockey when you're carrying it under, like Minnesota Ottawa today. So I had a big afternoon card, light schedule tonight. I wanted to ask you guys. I know you refrain, but sometimes if the opportunity presents itself on a cross team teaser, I wanted to get your thoughts on this one. My uh, Southwest inputter at minus one twenty has a ten point teaser of the Lions at plus thirteen and a half. Packers at plus six and a half, under 57. I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that 10-point teaser. So it's a three-game. I've been around a long time. Over one and a half goals per period. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of that before, Cam. They can play both teams on one ticket. One of of my books does it, Gabe. One of the street books offer those three-game 10-point teasers. In this game, I, I would say yes. I, I would like that. So three yeah, but three, yeah, yeah. Three, I've seen ten point teasers, Cam. There's a difference between a, a, a three team ten point teaser and being allowed to take both teams. Yeah, yeah, Those no, book, your book, teams. doesn't do that. Try yeah, to do it right now. I'll Try to do it. Right now. I will. I'm going to see if they can do it right now. One of them does, and one of them doesn't. But well, I, I guarantee they'll like. 
I mean, so like I'm going to try I like this. the price at minus even... 120, and doing the math in my head, I think it's a. I think it could be a good play. Three-game, 10-point teaser uh, ties. Okay, it's Detroit, not a good play. And under 57. Let's see if it does it. Yep, it does. It allows it. Detroit plus 13.5. Green Bay plus 6.5. Under 57. Wow. It allows it. I'm not, and I'm not saying it can't happen, Julio. That oh, it's a bad play because X or Y is going to happen in the football game. But three team ten point teasers are sucker bets, and I'm not saying I haven't fallen for them. I have. You got to win three games at minus one twenty. You're yeah. playing three sides, bro. You deserve like even you deserve a reward for even having two things right in the one game, and you got to get three things right for well, minus that money. That's why I said I'm just saying from a Risk management, and I'm not Johnny Risk Reward here. I'm an idiot, all right? I'm a moron. Um, but I'm just stating, try to refrain from the three-team ten-point bangers. Look at the games we were yeah. on yesterday. I, I try to I refrain. consider myself a moron. You try to middle the game. So basically, what do you have? You're going to have the Lions plus ten and a half and the Packers plus six and a half? The Lions uh, 13 and a half. 13 and a half. And then under 57. Yeah. That's exactly what I have oh, on my Oh, yeah, yeah. Video. Okay. The exact same numbers. Oh, and you have the, the Packers plus six and a half. Correct. Yeah. I don't know. How can it lose? Right. <laughs> it's like every team. It sounds good. <laughs> I'm not saying yeah. yeah. I don't know. It sounds pretty good. How could, how could the Tennessee Titans not lose? Nine and a half. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Half. How's my oh, teaser the looking? Dallas Cowboys lose yeah. to the Jets? No. Yeah. No way. Give me a break. Yeah, what a Niners. horrible name for a horse. Cam, right, what was you're going to love this. This is in yeah. Harrington Park right now. Number one, the, yeah. the one horse, Slick Tony. Great name, Slick Tony. Slick the three Tony. horse, Rat Tail. Rat Who the hell names their horse Rat Tail? I don't know. He's got a ratty tail. Rat Tail. Unkept and ungroomed. Yeah, Rat Tail. Uh, they got some I'm low playing, brow stuff. Dayton, Raceway, Dayton, Ohio. I'm going to play Blackhawks over one and a half goals first period. And then Italy tomorrow, I'm going to lump them into some kind of parlay. And then Bosnia-Herzegovina to beat Greece in the European qualifiers. I'll even sprinkle Romania to beat Norway. I was going to ask you about Romania the Iraq. Beat Norway. <laughs> yeah, Romania is a very good side. Uh, young Fiery group of players, Romania. I like them a lot. Hated Norway's performance against a Spain team that were playing their second stringers on Saturday. Yeah, All Italy right, big versus card, Julio. Oh, wow. Good to hear I you, Julio. This is crazy. He's, yeah, he's good digging. to hear from you guys too, Cam. Happy Thanksgiving in Canada, my friend. Enjoy the turkey and, uh, Thanks, and, and get some wins tonight, guys. You got it, brother. Uh, 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 yeah, we want to hear about Cam's turkey. Gibraltar versus Jordan. Game time decisions. We'll jump into the props uh, here tonight. See if we can find something we like. I've got a couple. DailyRoto.com. 
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth person to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament uh, in the NFL. Setting your lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer or join the countless number of people that have won thousands of dollars each week playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and even better results. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's the promo code ACTION for a special 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Uh, thank you very much, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Um, all right, uh, Cam, so we've got this uh, football game uh, here this evening. Yep. Uh, but let's do a little, uh, let's do a little uh, live uh, check and take a look at uh, the numbers for the upcoming uh, games uh, this yeah, week. I the like Kansas that. City Chiefs, uh, losers of t- two straight games. Uh, lost two straight. They go into Denver, and as you talked about, Cam, listen, I, we were on together yesterday afternoon, and, you know, the afternoon went pretty well for me. I was on Seattle. I was on New Orleans. I was on the Vikings. I was on the over. Yep. But it was a train wreck, man, uh, in the late games. I played a teaser with the Dallas Cowboys and the Titans. They both, like, couldn't cover on teasers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Like, that's why, like, I say teasers suck. Like, you lose anyways. You might as well go down, like, losing, at least trying to get some odds back. Then another one, I would have been so mad, bro, if the Cowboys would have won than the Chargers. So, like, when I was watching the Chargers, oh, yeah, and I had the the Falcons on the money line. Bryant missed the field goal. And I had the Rams. (laughs) So, it was just one after another. And then when I saw the Chargers getting their ass hand, I'm like, wow, it really wasn't meant to be for me. But I was on the Astros, and I was on the under. That's what salvaged uh, everything last night. Yeah, whatever. It wasn't a great day. I didn't have big units on the games too much anyways. But Kansas City on Denver. Suddenly Denver's on a two-game win streak. Kansas City on a two-game losing streak. And I know we're early, sort of early in the season right now, but the Raiders are actually in contention in this division right now. It's unbelievable. You you look at you look at the teams, and people are going, "Oh, Kansas City, L.A. Chargers. The Chargers suck. Denver's been playing great. They've been playing gritty ball. You got to give them a lot of credit. I don't care. I know Mariota played like junk. Tannehill came in there, but still, these guys are pitching a shutout. That's fantastic stuff. Denver at home, they should have beat Chicago. They got robbed against Jacksonville because of Minshew mania. Horrible call against the quarterback. Denver's actually been fantastic. You look at it, and go, "Oh, the Chiefs easy. Well." The Chiefs' defense has been exposed, but this is a little bit different, right? This is a, a Tennessee team that couldn't get into J- uh, Denver and do anything. Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to be in a real bad mood after losing uh, outright at home against the Houston Texans. That number looks a little bit light there, Gabe. i got to believe the Chiefs can go into Denver and win. I'm not sure if they're going to blow them out, but three and a half seems like a low line. If I like, if you like Kansas City, you probably got to bet it now because that line's going to go up to four, four and a half, I got to believe. Well, the New York Giants are laying three to Arizona. 
And uh, Arizona's winning football games. They got the tie. Now they got a couple of wins under their belt. So they got two wins yep. and a tie. Kyler Murray is, you know, Kyler Murray's not, doesn't look out of place in the National Football League. This will be an interesting game, Cam. The number one pick versus the number six pick in the first round. Kyler Murray versus Daniel Jones. Now, this game for me, I, I like the Giants here. The Giants battled. You saw it with the Patriots. Even though they were Patriots depleted and they had nothing to work no with, business they still were scrappy. As usual. No, Special you're right. teams like, did it, it again. You're right. That's like, the way it, it works. Dry, exactly. it's, it's, it's just it's unbelievable. Like, these guys don't even have – they don't play well and they cover numbers. Because of the, the freaking special teams and defense. I'm with you, Gabe. I like the Giants in this spot. Arizona, sure, they're at home. Uh, you know, beat Atlanta, big deal. The, the Texans beat these guys by like 30 plus. Uh, the Giants should be able to take care of business at home. The defense has been a lot grittier. They played their asses off against the Patriots. If they play like that and just do a little bit more, they'll be able to uh, easily take care of the Cardinals. I, le- I lean Giants, too. I agree with you. Give me the Giants. Minus two and a half, 150 on the money line. Either or. I'll take them. And I think I you know I don't want to speak. Uh, Will, uh, if you can check, is Barkley back this week? I imagine he would be. I mean, yeah, he was he came really close to playing, and he got a ten days off. And what about Shepard and Engram too? Uh, do a little giant check. Barkley, Shepard, Engram uh, there. So Giants are minus three right now. Total forty nine and a half there. It's forty nine in the Bronco uh, Chief game. Indianapolis Colts, big game here. The Texans, red hot Texans, going to Indianapolis. And Indianapolis always beat Houston. There's just one of these deals where they just, they always do. Houston plus one going into the Colts. Colts coming off a bye week. Big game there, Cam, in the uh, AFC South. Yeah, this is a tough one. The Colts feeling good about themselves, too. And Houston, both teams, isn't it ironic? Both teams that beat the Chiefs back-to-back weeks are playing each other. Wild. That's kind of interesting, Houston and Indy. Um, I really like Indy's defense, what they've done with all the injuries, but Deshaun Watson, dynamic, Gabe. Oh, this is a very, very difficult game. I kind of lean Houston, but uh, uh, Indianapolis, they're, they're good. Brissett's been good, but now a little bit more time off. They feel good about themselves. I don't know. I kind of like uh, the, the, the Texans play great against Kansas City. You saw the game. They controlled it. They could have even won by more in that game. Um, I kind of like Houston, but I, I can you can make a case for both t- clubs here. Big quality both ways, man. I didn't know what to do. Indy, Houston, and what do you like in this game? Because I think it's tough. I lean with uh, I lean with Indy in their home field. If you recall last year, this game was the game that saved O'Brien. I called it. I said if they That's lose right. this game, they're going to fire O'Brien. They're going to be zero and four. I remember Frank Wright got all crazy late in the game. He went for it on his like thirty yard line type of thing. And uh, you handed the game to the Texans, and the rest is history. Bill O'Brien to save his job. I like the over. I think the low total is a little uh, low at 48. Um, the Jags are three-point favorites at Cincinnati. That's a train wreck. Um, people getting t- tired of Minshew Magic yet and the stash guys? Yeah, I am. You know, listen, he's not a bad guy. I don't want to pick on him, but oh. I'm just stating. Like, yeah, he's got a mustache, and he dresses stupid. But doesn't mean they're going to win a cover because of that. This, exactly. I'm staying away from this game. Jacksonville, Cincinnati, I don't want any part of it. I wouldn't want to be the loser of the Rams and the Falcons. I gotta tell Quinn's going to get fired. It seems inevitable. It's hard to But the Rams, the Rams are in a free fall, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't you want automatically go Rams. You saw the Rams play against San Francisco. No. They're, they're, they're both horrid. The defense of the Falcons. I almost like the Falcons as a home dog. 
I think there's a lot of problems with the Rams. Can't you saw do the story it. with Tlaib. I tried He's yesterday. He's still going to be out. Yeah, I just, I, well, no, I was on San Francisco. That's what I'm saying. I'm going against the Rams again. I am fading the Rams. I have a Rams under wins total that at the start of the year that I feel very good about right now. They stink. They're not the same Rams as before. Yeah, you talked about it, and I'll give you credit. No. Well, hey, McVay, McVay and all you geniuses, what do you got? You got nothing. San Francisco beat the crap out of you. Bosa's all over everybody. Golf hasn't progressed. Uh, the, the Rams are the, they're smoke and mirrors, man. Falcons are horrible. Yeah, but, but the thing, thing is, is nobody's open. Store. Yeah, there's a lot of problems. Nobody's right. getting open. Getting, and they have, not they have good wide receivers. Yep. They don't get open. And listen, Goff isn't, I'm not saying Goff is Tom Brady, but the thing is, Sean McVay got all this credit for being this offensive, yep. diabolical genius. Correct. It's the NFL, man. Coordinators figure it out. They've watched tape all year in the offseason. Everyone's doing what, what Belichick came up with. And it shut them down. They're not. They you know they can't deal with zones and stuff. It's it's crazy. And I remember McVeigh said, "Well, I got to learn how to do it. I got better learn how to figure out how to beat a zone." He said it once, like understanding that. Yeah, I got to do this. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I always just see pictures of you and your hot girlfriend on Instagram all the time. Yeah, we get it. You got a hot girlfriend. <laughs> you know, good for you. And the thing is, the thing is, Cam coaches adjust. So now everyone's like, yeah, this is what McVeigh did, and this is how you stop it. It's up to McVeigh now. It's like chess. Now it's up to him to move, right? It's, it's your move, Sean, and, you're, you know, you're not giving anything. And, and then the players get ripped. Oh, look at Goff. Goff has no one to throw it to. You're giving him plays that aren't working. And I get some of it's about execution, but yep. there's something to it, Cam. Like, Belichick shut that stuff down, bro, in the Super Bowl. And it's continued on right now. It's it up has. to McVay to tweak his offense. You know, that's that's what coaching is about. Uh, but I don't, I don't like the game at all. Here's a game I don't like either, Cam. We'll win I the game, but I got to tell you, yeah. I, know it's, I, I know it's no I joke. The Dolphins will give the Bills. It'll be, yes, it it'll be a stress this. job for the Bills. It's a division <laughs> game. It'll be yep. a battle. I'm not laying 16. There's no way in hell. The Dolphins are a good bet at plus 16, actually. I've already marked it down. When we go to a commercial break, I'm going to bet it. It's actually funny. And in the lower tier game, I go against this team and should punch myself in the face. But the other lower grade team in that division, I think, is getting inflated points, too. And if they get their defensive players back, I'm going to be on the Jets on Monday Night Football, too. But start. let's start with the Dolphins at plus 16 and a half. Bills win maybe by 7 or 10. I think that they're going to have problems covering the number. The Bills know what to do. They'll go in and win the football game, but it's not going to be easy. I will say this. Ryan Fitzpatrick came back, uh, even though they say Rosen is the starter. They almost won that game against Washington. Remember we talked about it? Gabe, the live line was plus 6.5. They ended up losing by 1. I got I got that bet, part of that bat, bet, which was good. That was the only smart thing I did. I had Washington and parlays and money lines, and I had uh, uh, Miami plus the points to save my stupid bet with Jacksonville, which was absolutely idiotic. But I will go with uh, Miami plus 16 and a half. You know the Bills as well as anybody. Miami will linger. They're going to linger in that game. Buffalo will win by like 7 or 10. I don't think they win by 17. Yeah, it'll be, you know, I would look for a slow start for the Buffalo Bills in yeah. this game coming up this week, guys. They've been off. They have a bye week. They're also being told about how good they are. It went from people laughing at the Buffalo Bills, too. I saw a story today on ESPN about how the Bills could conceivably have the best record um, and actually win a division. Uh, you know, the, the Patriots' schedule gets real. 
They're like the I Patriots know. have been playing freaking cupcakes, man. Like cupcakes. Yet it really changes after this Jet game. And now suddenly the Jet game can be a battle. You know, Jets are playing right behind us at, uh, at the Meadowlands Monday Night Football. After that, it's Browns at Patriots. and eh. But then it gets harder. Patriots at Ravens. Patriots at Eagles. Cowboys at Patriots. Patriots at Texans. That's their month yeah. coming up after. Yeah, they're going to lose Man, one of those teams. Those teams. teams. Yeah, they, they will. But I'm the Jets. Give me the Jets. Plus nine and a half. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. All right, well, I've already done uh, a video today, and I gave a bunch of picks for FanDuel, so I can't really turn back now, can I? Nope. No, I can't. And uh, the picks that I gave were the Green Bay Packers, minus three and a half. I actually have the Packers in the in the contest, in the circuit contest, just two and two yesterday. Frustrating. I don't know why the hell I took uh, the Atlanta Falcons. <sighs> you know, this team, that, that city... First Georgia, first the Atlanta Braves earlier in the week. I don't know what it is. Like, first the Atlanta Braves earlier when they gave up 10 runs. The Georgia Bulldogs blow their national championship aspirations. Whatever. I guess technically they're still in it, but whatever. That was a massive disappointment and choke job. And then the following day, they can't even beat Arizona, and they miss a field goal at the end. Like, it never ends with this. these teams in Atlanta. Like, really. Really, you can't make this stuff up. It's a miracle their soccer team won last year. That's what I was going to say. Atlanta FC, those guys are uh, they're amazing. When you think about like what they've done with a lot of the cursing, you said it, Gabe, after that Super Bowl, that's like Robert Kraft and the Patriots who put a dark cloud over Atlanta and the state of Georgia. I don't like it one bit, but that's the, that's the way it goes. Yeah, the Falcons are a hard team to trust. Well, I bet to you. And, uh, Look at Arthur Blank, too. I bet you he's loyal to his wife. He's not going to massage yeah. parlors. He doesn't cheat and yeah. stuff, and he can't win. Robert Kraft, tug, tug, the old rubbing tug, a lot of cheating and stuff. Nothing but glory. Yep. <laughs> Nothing but glory. You said it. Yeah, it's uh, if there's, there's no... nice guys uh, finish last stuff. It's real. That, that's what they say. If there's no afterlife, uh, the Patriots are doing pretty good. If there's some kind of karma, then uh, they might meet it at the other side. Who knows? Yeah, I saw a story that Tom Brady is secretly plotting to get Antonio Brown back, but I don't know. Oh, here like we go. Here All we right, go. so. Hey, rip crap. It's not happening. Exactly. That was that was what he was really stupid. It's like, hey, Antonio, once you start yeah. calling out owners, you're a moron. Like, call out other players. Yeah. The, the owners don't care about that. Yeah. But once you start calling them out, then they're not going to be uh, they're not going to be down. So, um, a couple of props that I'm looking at here. So, I got the Packers, guys, minus three and a half. Yeah, I'm aware that the Detroit Lions have beaten them four straight times. That's almost why I like the Packers even more, actually, right now. And they're actually showing this cam right now at Lambeau. 
it really is crazy there. You know what it's like? It's like uh, Iverwin, Cam. When we used to go to Iverwin in Hamilton. Good call. There's really houses, like, right beside the stadium, bro. Exactly. Like, not like a cross. Like, literally, like, people's backyards are essentially, like, they're, you're tailgating. You're in the parking lot, but you're even closer. Like, I just saw an angle, Cam. Like, it's like there's 40 feet between the wall of the stadium and this guy's backyard. (laughs) That's prime property. Great real estate. No, that's, that's awesome, right? And you got to hand it to the Packers, you know. Uh, through thick and thin, their fans their, their th- fans have been there. Uh, they've seen some disappointments too, but hey, man, these guys show up. You said it, Gabe. I, when we go to the Ticat game, it's it's like a community party. That's the thing they say about Packer games, though, right? The problem is the whole city during the Green Bay game are all out. Prowlers really do well when the Packers have these uh, national games. I guess uh, cat burglars really uh, clean up when the Packers are playing. <laughs> Everybody's out. <laughs> yeah, the entire... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Jerry's got season? Okay, let's just rob him tonight. Uh, uh, Tony, yeah, that's yeah, what they yeah, do. Yeah. That's what uh, they said. They did a story on it. That no, robbery story. <laughs> well, not everyone's at the game, though. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you mean. Some players, during the NBA playoffs, a couple of players got robbed during playoff games and stuff. It'll happen where athletes will get burnt while they're there. Um, yeah, no, but it's really crazy. You have that community feel. You're right. They love the Packers. They're very loyal to the Packers. They are. You know. You know how I feel, Cam, about Wisconsin and uh, and the Green Bay Packer fans. But they're loyal. I'll give them that. Right. They're they're yeah. into it. All right. So, you know, the totals the totals tricky here tonight, Cam. The total is tricky yeah. here tonight. It feels like an over, but it doesn't. Like, basically, logically, you figure it's going to go over. Yet, Detroit's offense isn't explosive as it used to be. They do want to run the ball a bit, but even though they don't that much, they still throw it, but they're not throwing it deep down the field. It's more of a controlled passing attack. Their defense is pretty good. Like, the Lions' defense is pretty good. They have very good players on their defense. And Darius Slay is back. And he's he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Yeah, and sure. there's no Devontae Adams. So, Valdez Scanlane's got to deal with that. The Packers don't want to play shootouts and track meets. They're more of a defensive-minded, smash-mouth football team right now as well. And you know how I hate betting on unders. I decided to go with the first half under, Cam. A little bit of a slow start. and I'm a little light on paper money right now in my pocket, but... I'm not adverse to rolling the dice on going under nine and a half in the first quarter. Yeah, I got no problem with that. I'm kind of looking at this total, too. Funny, Gabe, I've got multiple books up. I, I I don't know. You want to check it at FanDuel. I see Green Bay three flat now, minus 125 juice. That's uh, So it's gone from four down not to here. three and a half. So if you look, if you well, yeah, so offshore, I guess if you like the Packers, that's a lot better. But I'm with you. I, I got a total of 47, too. My other book, it's 46 and 46 and a half. So 47 is a lot of points. I, I believe in Slay. I think he could shut down people. You said it. Without Adams, too, Detroit will have a game plan. I think the Packers, they, that's the thing. They're not, they're not this team that just keeps on scoring and scoring. Detroit can hold you. I see like a, you know, a 23-17 or 23-20 type of game. Like I think it's going to be under the number, barely under the number. But uh, if you were going to play it, I'd, I'd, pl- I'd play under, and uh, I think Green Bay wins the game to the under. But it's going to be. It's going to be one of those nights where I see, I think, uh, the totals. Uh, I say this a lot, but 
you would not be surprised. Middling seems very interesting. Will Detroit win, lose by more than 10? I doubt it. And when if Green Bay loses to Detroit, I think it'll be like by a field goal. But I think uh, it should be a good game. Eileen Packers. I think, they, I think they get the job done. They understand how important it is. Quadruple revenge on their minds, too, from the past. Um... I've already got the Packers. No turning back. I have them in the, in the contest as well. Yet, I diversified my portfolio a little bit, Cam. Nice. You know, there's not, so there's injuries. Devontae Adams is out. Darnell Savage is out. Not a household name, but a very good safety for the Green Bay Packers. And it opens things up now. They're going to have a hard time physically matching up with Galladay without this help. And uh, Tony, not to, confuse, to be confused with Troy Brown, also uh, beat up and injured. So the Green Bay Packers secondary, they're going to have a little bit of an issue here. There could be a couple of big plays from Galladay, guys. I went with the receptions at four and a half. Maybe I should have went yards, sort of, you know, you do both. You can't bet on every damn prop. You get in trouble doing that. So um, I'm going to go Matt Stafford, though, over 21 and a half completions, Cam. little light, I, I find. I like that. It's is a little light. light. It's not that many. It's not 23 and a half. It's not 24 and a half. I just got to get to 22. So I got Matt Stafford over 21 and a half completions, and I'm going to go Kenny Galladay over four and a half receptions. So basically, look, I, if the Packers lose, then Galladay probably burns them. It's, it's possible that I win them both. I'm kind of protecting myself a bit. So I got a five-pack of picks here. Packers minus three and a half. Under... 23 in the first half. Aaron Jones over 101 and a half rush and receiving yards. Matt Stafford over 21 and a half completions. Kenny Galladay over four and a half receptions, Cam. Those are my picks for the game tonight. How do you feel about uh, carry on uh, for the running backs, rushing and receiving yards? Just going to throw the opinion out there. Carry on Johnson's 91 and a half and Aaron Jones 97 and a half. I know he's been good, but that seems very high against a Detroit uh, front four that can uh, shut you down, don't you think? Well, I'm betting it at 101.5 to the over, so I wish I was getting 97.5. Wow. Let me see if it came down here. Yeah, I just said I got got it over 101.5. That's what it was earlier today. Let's see. uh, Let's see. Aaron Jones rushed receiving yards. Yeah, it's still 101.5 here. Crazy. I would jump all that's, over yeah, that ninety-seven right. and a half over. Yeah, it's a good call. Uh, what do you What do you think about uh, just some guys that might be? Look, he's two like, and two. Yep, he's two and two. Aaron Jones with this prop, four games. Last week, nineteen carries, one hundred and seven yards. So just his rushing prop yards would have got you over the number. He also hauled in seventy-five receiving yards. Look, he is targeted pretty much pretty heavy. I mean, he was targeted. Six times, uh, seven times, four times, and one time. Now, Jamal Williams is back tonight for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Something to keep our eye on, but I don't think it has that much of an impact. I'm going to need him to break a big play, but I'd go over the 97.5, Kim. It's interesting. And Hawkinson, Hawkinson, another guy, I look at his receiving yards, 31.5. if he wasn't banged up, Gabe, I would smash that. I think that's very attainable. Like, I think uh, Stafford I will thought be he was going to be out, but he's playing. Yeah, 31 and a half is low for him. And another one kind of sneaky, 
you saw last couple times. What about Mercedes Lewis? Like Rogers looked at him a couple times. It's 15 and a half yards. That's uh, that's nothing. I know you go, you go, you you think about it, but Mercedes Lewis, like I'm gonna take take yeah. a look. The last game, like I I think that one's kind of sneaky. I like the over there. Like I know you said it, you can't take every prop, but that is. I think a good prop. I think that's a, think about it. 15 and a half yards. I think you'll have two or three. It's so catches. low. It's one so, play. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And, and I love those. Remember that we, we, we had the, the one with uh, Penny and he had that one big play where they threw to him. Boom. He went over on one play. I like to take those guys a little bit lower. So, you know, I know it might get, they might, might get only one or two chances, but I like the fact that it's 15 and a half for Mercedes Lewis. I think I'm going to play that low, low, low play, but I, uh, you know, I, I think that's, I think that's the way to go on that prop. Very low. Uh, Shady Brady's asking who should he captain in a DraftKings uh, lineup. Optimizer. Optimizer's sort of mixed on it. Uh, they're going with on Johnson, uh, Geronimo Allison, and Aaron Rodgers are your choices as a captain. Or you can go Mason Crosby. I'm yeah. always a fan of that. I like Me to go too. with the kicker, and then you're able. I would go Mason Crosby, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, you know, carry on Johnson, Valdez, Scanling, Geronimo, Allison. Problem is with uh, Galde, he's expensive. Amadola's back too. That's going to help some of the completions. They're showing the weather oh, yeah. here. Not a, not a problem. The game's probably going to go over, guys. It's going to creep over barely. Yeah, it's going to be I mean, right close to the twenty-seven twenty-one makes it over the number. Yep, forty-eight by one. So, uh, yeah, just for my prop game quickly, Mercedes Lewis, he's gone over his prop the last three games. 19 yards, 19 yards, 17. Not by much, but it's 15 and a half. So, I think I'll take a shot. All right, baseball. Man, I got a lot of picks, and I don't have but, a lot of money. I'm going to have to well, mix up I'm some parlays here. I know you guys are on uh, St. Louis. I got to take Washington at this price. I think, you know, if you, if you lose, so be it. You're giving me Strasburg at home for 30 cents. I, I got to do it. The Cardinals look I know. They, they, they look like they're out of gas. So I'm going to take Washington. And if I'm wrong, you know the way I think, Gabe. I think like you, and that's a good way to bet baseball. The old bounce-back theory when think everyone's down, no one believes in you, you come back. But I can't take a pitcher of his caliber at 30 cents. It's stupid. It should be 50, 60 cents. I, th- I find a, a very good line because people expect the Cardinals to come back and win. Give me the Nationals. I'm going to do the no run in the first. I'm probably going to live to regret yeah. this, but... <laughs> Eh, maybe not. The Hope total six and a half is scaring me away. It's Flaherty in Strasburg. If it's going to happen, it should happen tonight, right? That's what da, I think. Da, da, da. First inning total runs. Wow, minus hockey. 155. Edmonton. All right, what are you doing Edmonton. in the hockey game? Edmonton, money line, Edmonton. Uh, they're plus 105. Edmonton, Chicago, over six and a half. Give me Green Bay, minus three. I agree with the Oilers. All right, we'll see you at 8 o'clock in Game Live. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Damn, damn, boo! 
Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. For the record, um, it's been four years, four years to the day today that um, Jose Batista hit the home run and the bat flip and all right. that. Oh, yeah. What a day. Yeah, yeah. Hard to believe it's been four years. <laughs> It's oh, funny, man. too, because the tweet here is from Yahoo Sports Canada. And, uh, incidentally, happy Thanksgiving to all of our Canadians tuning in here, including Cam Stewart. Um, it says, crazy thing that happened four years ago. Feels like it was yesterday. No, it doesn't feel like it was yesterday. It feels like it was, I don't know, six was years ago. Years ago. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it was yesterday. <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> it feels yesterday. like it was a long time ago. <laughs> it sure does. Feels like it was a long time ago. So I, I tweeted out, not sure why the Blue Jays decided they hated playing in October. Had great thing going there. Blew it all up. And then I got uh, people, you don't understand baseball. All their players, you know, that team. Number one, I wasn't talking about specifically hanging on to old, beaten down players. But the Jays had a business model where they were spending money and trying to compete. As opposed yes. to, you know, hey, Vladimir Guerrero is going to hit come to batting practice. It will be good maybe in six years. Um... You know, that's what I was talking about. But there's a lot of morons on Twitter. That's why I'm really not on Twitter much anymore. I just sort of promote the show. I don't have time to exactly. exchange show with people. Like, you like you know, there's a saying I heard from uh, the basketball coach, Jeff Van Gundy. said, never listen to criticism from people you wouldn't take advice from. Great Some point. Some deep stuff uh, right yeah, he's there. very smart. Uh, smart. But, and even, even, um, even all kidding aside from that, didn't Josh Donaldson just hit 37 home runs this year? <laughs> Josh Donaldson wasn't done. The Jays just rolled him out when he was hurt like morons. He wasn't yeah. done. It, didn't Edwin, like, it, isn't Edwin Encarcion still crushing home runs? Isn't he Marcus is. Stroman, like, a big, wasn't he, like, the best pitcher on the Mets down the stretch under pressure? Yeah, yeah, Tulowitzki's broken down, but don't tell me all those guys are shot. You imagine if you add those mix and then you threw in all these young guys, the Guerreros and the, the Bichettes and all this, and you had a mix of, like, all these players, and you were oh, still spending up. money on free agents, you'd be competing. That was my whole Is point, that the Jays don't want yeah. to compete. Yeah, yeah exactly. They'd have a nice mix, but anyways. Yeah, I know there's anyways, a lot of good young yeah. I, we'll move on. Uh, Anyways, I, I can't, I can't, you know, it, it is, it is what it is. But I, I've said it before. I've very rarely seen a fan base of lack of a better term, nut huggers than the Toronto Blue Jays. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 8. 8-